Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast episode 144. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, How Are Things? So I'm having a, well, I started off having a really productive day, and then I got distracted with school stuff, as in for my daughter, and dog stuff, and you know the score, like general home admin, which honestly, when I'm really rich, that's something I'm going to outsource. Things like sorting out insurances or updating, I don't know, gas and electricity. So I don't know, but you know what I mean? It's such a pain, such pain. Anyway, hashtag first world problems. So I'm hoping that today we'll get productive again. I'm sure it will. I'm going to stay really focused. I've written a plan for the day. I know what I've got to do. I've just put everything on do not disturb. I'm ignoring my phone. I'm ignoring my emails. So I am ready to be productive. How about you? Okay, today we have an interview. You're thinking, yay, because Teresa talks to herself all the time and I have done for the last couple of weeks. But honestly, I've been really pleased with the last few episodes. I hope you've enjoyed them. I just wanted them to be really practical and useful and things that you can take away and do. So if you did enjoy them, then please come and tell me. Or why not go and give me a lovely five-star review over on Apple Podcasts? That would be amazing. Thank you very much. Okay, so today's episode is with the lovely Adrian Salisbury. So let me tell you about Adrian. Now, we do briefly say this in the interview, but I've, I'm going to say it here as well so that I can set you up properly and know how I know Adrian. So I was on a Zoom call during 
the first lockdown because obviously during the first lockdown, I got lots and lots of people saying, will you come and do an interview or will you come and talk at my online event and stuff? And, and if I can, and if it's the right fit, then I absolutely always do these things. So I said, yes. And I, I went along to this thing and I stupidly obviously didn't read and close enough as to what they needed or what it was because I thought it was a one-to-one thing I thought it was a solo interview and it turned out to be a panel and during lockdown like every call I went on because suddenly everyone's on video call everyone was like oh my god look at your background that's amazing and because this is my life I work from home all the time 24-7 have done for ages so obviously I had invested money and time in making it look good And so when everybody else had to work from home, suddenly there was a big difference between my Zoom screen and everyone else's. Anyway, I went on this group call, this panel thing, and this guy, Adrian, was on there and his screen and his quality of his video was absolutely unbelievable. Like I sat there with proper jealousy thinking, hang on a minute here, like... I'm normally the one with the best Zoom look, not you. And so got really jealous and contacted him afterwards, realised we were already connected through some various stuff, James Wedmore stuff. And I contacted him going, how? How did you make your screen look that good? Like, how have you done this? And he very cleverly said, I have a course that tells you how to do it. Here it is. It gives you the instructions of what you need to buy. And the course basically tells you how to set it all up and put it on the right settings and put it in the right place and do all this. So anyway, I went and bought the course. And then he did another course to do with the Ecamm Live, which is a going live system, which if you haven't got, do go check out. I'll put a link in my bio. And I did a course on that and it was great. And so he has been really helpful. And strangely this year, I didn't want to spend any money on on more courses or more masterminds or more, because I've spent a lot of money over the time. So this year I kind of made this pact that I was going to be really, really considered about spending any more money on that sort of thing. And he's probably one of the only people I've spent money with, but it was worth every single penny. So anyway, he's such a nice guy. Also, he's from the UK, which is nice is lovely because obviously I, not that I mind interviewing people in the States. I love it, but obviously it's nice to get someone in the UK. He's genuinely a really nice guy. So it was great to have him on. And we did have a bit of a laugh and we did joke that it was like us just chatting. So fingers crossed, there are still lots of amazing gems you're going to get out of this, but it was a really nice conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, we're like the type of people that we get on a call So I had a one-to-one call with him to help with my setup. You can buy one-to-one calls. And um, I had one and we get on the call and 45 minutes of it was just us chatting, which was terrible because we were like, we really should have got on with some work. But anyway, so that was great fun. So hopefully you're going to really enjoy that. So let me tell you a bit about Adrian. He originally started off as a photographer and then was coerced into the online world by thinking, I don't want to trade time for money. I want to have a income that can come in. And he uh, he talks about seeing Pat Flynn or watching some of his stuff and thinking, gosh, you can earn money while you sleep. Anyway, he decided to take his passion and the thing he was good at and teach people photography. And then 
basically he'd got such a good setup with his videos that when he was doing these videos teaching photography, people were like, how did you get that look? And that's how he then started down the video route. And then he did an Ecamm course and he's, he now is doing stuff around YouTube and video and why every business owner should really consider doing video and being on YouTube. He is known as the video guy. So hopefully you are going to get lots of good stuff from this today. Okay, it gives me the greatest pleasure today to welcome to the podcast, Adrian Salisbury. Welcome. How are you doing? <laughs> Great to be here, Teresa. Yeah, doing well, thanks. Good. And the first thing that people will notice is that you don't have an American accent, which is quite unusual for my podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can, I can try one if you like. <laughs> yeah, could you put one on? Because the, uh, the listener is just going to be like, this is not right. This is strange. Um, but yeah, there's... There's not many of us in the UK, really, that, no. you know, I've managed to interview. So it's nice to know that someone is on the same yeah. island as you, as it were. So, And I think so, we're, we're definitely uh, behind in the whole entrepreneurial lifestyle over here, aren't we? I, I talk to friends yeah. and they kind of, you do what? Yes. <laughs> you know, you don't have yes. a regular nine to five job. Yeah, um, I think it. it's a lot more common in the States. So they're definitely ahead of us in this. Yeah, <laughs> we're catching they up. Are. And I think that's why I've had so many Americans on the podcast yeah. because it's like there's so many to pick from. So it's yeah. so lovely to get somebody on the podcast that's from the UK. Okay, Adrian, let's get started as I always do by explaining to my audience how you got to do what you're doing today. Yeah, um, chasing down a dream, I think, <laughs> is <laughs> a lot of tenacity and just. Um, yeah. All right. Backtracking. I used to be a photographer. I've been about 18 years now as a professional photographer, driving around the country, going to shoots and different things. And I can remember just going, how much life have I got doing this before I get too old? And, and I hadn't really planned retirement and things like this. So honestly, my taste into this online world was really thinking, if I could create, I remember listening to podcasts, Pat Flynn, um, love the guy. It was him really that I first discovered and went, you can what make money while you sleep? You know, this, this yeah. <laughs> idea and just going, well, if I could create something around my photography, that could be maybe a pension there in the future. Or And so starting there really, yeah, got to be eight years ago now easily. Um, and just going, Oh, I'd love that. Wouldn't that be amazing? And and so coming through that, really, I uh, tried loads of different dabbling, all kinds of things as to online entrepreneurial things that I saw okay. people doing and advertising. And a lot of it flopped, made a lot of sense that I talked about photography. So the, the first decent thing I did was to uh, create a photography course. And um, so, yeah, that was me then, which is... Uh, I know you've seen some of my first videos. Yeah. That was around the timing of those teaching people all tips about photography. Um, so then I created this online course, um, went along to Discovered Business by Design by James Webmore and um, kind of heard this guy who was going to say, you know, you can get this course and put it out there and promote it. That then gave me a community of people that, you know, I went into that with a photography course and, and met this community of people saying, how are you doing your video? you got to tell us how you do this. And then that really very quickly pivoted into, okay, I can teach this to these people. And that became my Pro Video Academy about three years ago. And here we are. Yeah. 
so it's such a cool story and it is kind of the story that everyone dreams of isn't it it's like you yeah know, you have this you know you had a business already yeah. but you were totally trading money for time there was yeah, absolutely. no real way in your business that you could have done anything but that as a photographer I'm guessing that's right. And then you're kind of looking at the prices and you're thinking, well, yes, it makes sense. You could charge more, but then it's very competitive and you're going to lose customers. Um, yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> what I skim over there is the the tight, you know, the months where we weren't getting any income coming in and, the you know, all yeah. this side of it where you're just going, I'm not letting go of this. I'm, I'm, yeah. We're having this. I am going to have this lifestyle. And, and you just see people ahead of you that you're going, they're doing it and I can do, I it. Can do it. Yeah. Um, so can I ask a question then? Because yeah. when I decided to take my business online and focus on the online stuff, exactly the same position as you, like yeah. I was mixing in the same world as you. I did business by design. I'm mixing the same people. Yes. And I could see them doing it. And I, the same as you, was sat there going, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. But I had to make the decision because I was so busy in my agency, because I had a, a marketing agency. I was so busy dealing with clients that there was no way I could free up enough, enough time to really take it seriously. Yeah. So I almost had to reduce, well, I had to reduce my clients down to a yes. very small level. I had to make a very purposeful decision to go, I no longer want that income, which obviously yeah. I do want the income, but you, I yeah. knew there was going to be a lull. So was that the same for you? Did you literally have to reduce your, your income and almost, it felt like I was starting a new business all over again? Yes and no. Uh, I think I definitely took my eye off the business and all my attention and energy and any spare time I'd got was building up this new online business that I'd got. Yeah. And so actually, other than repeat people coming back, I wasn't out there trying to get any new business. Uh, so I definitely did feel it. And that was, I think, where we panicked. And I'm going, I'm spending all my time and energy on this thing over here that's not making me any money yet. Um, while actually I've taken my eye off the ball over there. And yeah, we're actually missing out on work. Uh, so yeah. it wasn't actively turning people away. I wasn't spending my I wasn't out looking for it. There were events yeah. I could have been going to, and I'm thinking, nah, I don't want to be doing this long term. <laughs> you know, mm. so, so I think in my head I I switched off from it. I really found it hard to keep the day job going. Yeah. Desperately wanting this online business to be earning some money. <laughs> yeah. And when was that moment? When did you like can you remember the last photo shoot you did or can you remember like is that it so do you know photography at all and haven't done for a while or how's that work it really at the start of this year I think we looked well back end of last year I think we looked and realized that we were starting to make as much money now out of the online business yeah. um technically our smart photography smart virtual tours business is still open because we haven't got around to finally yeah. closing it off yet <laughs> Um, but we haven't done any work in it. And um, yeah, those that have come to us, we've told them. But uh, so no, and that feels so good. And and just, um, I'll yeah. say it to Rach, my wife, uh, I love that I don't have to go doing jobs that I don't want to do anymore. Or I can actually turn mm. people down and say, sorry, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, so funny. It's such a, it's funny because yeah. like, I still have like literally three, two clients that we have. Okay. Which 
one of the team deals with them. So I don't yeah. deal with them directly, but they're still my clients. They're still part of, yes. you know, my business. And I love them to bits, which is why I've still got them because yes. they're amazing clients to have. <laughs> but like, um, and we've worked with them for years and years. So, but the thought of like someone was coming to me to ask something and the thought that I could go back and go, no, I don't do this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was amazing. <laughs> was such a nice feeling. Totally. Yeah. Um, tell me then, like, so you saw the online business, you were obviously a photographer. What kind of photographer were you? Was it anything and everything or was it like specific? Um, big part of it was virtual tours. So doing the 360s that you'd see in hotels and uh, yeah. private schools. Did a lot of, I actually went over to Hong like Kong Google to a private ones. school. Like Google, but to a much higher quality. Okay. Um, so we were doing it with the DSLR camera and it was, you could zoom in. Well, yeah, the... the 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 Google ones actually really cheapened it for us. And it really kind of, because people would just fly through with a very quick basic camera view. And I'm yeah, looking going, ah, yeah. oh, it's it's like looking now, it would be like looking at a webcam image and an image coming yeah, through yeah. from a camera and going, ah, oh, yeah. it's chalk and cheese. But difference. people yeah. were going, no, it's fine and it's cheap and it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's got benefits of being part of Google. So we'd got that going on at the same time. Photography, one of the main things, and again, I... I kind of landed in this really. There was a local web design firm that used to do school websites, um, biggest in the country. And I happened to do some photos at our kids' nursery at the time. And they went, your photos are better than our guys doing. Do you want a job? Um, So I freelanced to them and would go around schools, not doing your portraits, but just the website, the lifestyle shots and things. Um, So yeah, I spent, uh, that was the bulk of my photography for a long time, literally just going around the country, Rachel used to do with the bookings and fit the schools in so that hopefully I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going opposite ends Scotland of the country. Scotland one day, opposite. London the next. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a pain. But and- but yeah, I used to spend all my time in these schools. Um, yeah, I loved it. And um, yeah, I still loved the photography. And that was kind of why I thought, and was constantly, you know, people are going, ah, I just got a DSLR camera, but I don't know how to use it. And so I'd always be going, oh, you should be doing this. You should have it on that setting. And that was really what sparked me to go, I could be putting this online, actually. And (laughs) this could help people. So one of your main tools, definitely because of what you sell in terms of your courses and, and what you do, is video and video yeah. marketing was that yeah. always an intention did you think I'm going to do video or did you fall into that no totally fell into it um although I'm a photographer and my camera could do video although you know it was it was like a, just a little add-on that you know the manufacturers I think went oh we ought to put this video feature in as well um so I I probably spent a year or so learning and <laughs> watching YouTube videos. Someone says, oh, this is the, the light that you need. I go out and buy it and I didn't like it. And then I'd watch another review where someone said that wasn't the light you should have got. And um, yeah. I've got a, a, an attic full of equipment that I, I shouldn't have bought. Imagine. <laughs> I've got plenty and I'm nowhere near like the level you yeah. are. So I can only imagine. It's, it's a very different skill. You know, we're used to flashlights as a photographer and, as opposed to continual lighting, never used a microphone before. Setting people up to film them is very different Mm -hmm. to taking a photo of them. So people assume that because I've been a photographer, you know, I'd got the same skills, but I didn't. I had to learn it all. I'd got the tool. Um, 
So that was, but if you'd have asked me then, or if you'd have told me then that in three or four years' time I was going to be teaching video, I would have said, yeah. no, definitely not. I, I don't know anything about video, <laughs> but I've learned it. And I think because I come, because I've learned what I need to, and I, I don't have this kind of film school background, I can keep things fairly simplistic. And I think that's yeah. that's given me a niche within this that I don't talk all tech with people. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, this is the result. Not that anyone yeah. in your yeah. list audience can hear. No, I can I see. <laughs> Um, the show notes so you can see <laughs> but i'm kind of going you know i can give you this result as quickly and easily as possible and yeah. that's really been i think what has helped me and got me going so yeah i fell into it and as i said earlier you know i, I kind of pivoted really and started with no audience at all i've got no following on the video side but when mm. there's this group of entrepreneurs uh initially in that business by design yeah. community and I'm thinking, actually, everyone in here needs me, um, yeah. whether they know it or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and, and again, I'm thinking, that's... sorry, Quan. No, I was going to say, I'm thinking, if if this is just this community, and there are other ones out there, and there's all these online entrepreneurs mm. that are trying to create online courses and products, they all need me. Um, I just need to get myself in front of them. And I think that is such a good bit of advice in terms of. And I've talked about this on the podcast before in terms of like investing in yourself and paying for courses or being parts of community. Yeah. Obviously, I have an online community, you know, yeah. and, and you sell online as well. And it, part of you is like you're going in there to learn and to be taught yes. stuff. But what did that do for you and your business? Like uh, you yeah. walked in to a community where everyone pretty much is trying to be an online entrepreneur. No, I yeah. think probably everyone is trying to be an online entrepreneur. And Absolutely, yeah. Whether they are doing video as their main content or not, everyone I should imagine is going on video on some level or other. I can't think of anyone that wouldn't be on video at all. Um, no. And and like you said, for you, that was like absolutely double bonus as to why yes. you should join something like that. Yeah, and probably my first fifty customers all came out of there you know, out of that community of people going, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I look really amateur compared to you. Show me how to do this type thing. And I think a lot of, even the ones that are doing a lot of uh, slide and voiceover know really that they should be on video. It's just either a blockage over confidence or it's just not knowing how to do it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm putting in front of them something that they're wanting and it becomes quite an easy sell in that sense that it's like oh. if you want this I can help you <laughs> the easiest sell so obviously <laughs> what we haven't said is the reason I found now, weirdly because <laughs> we've both gone through BBD and we know the same people so we must have passed in That's right. previous time but we we can't work that out but the thing that did it was I went on to do a, an interview for an online thing as everyone knows during lockdown, we have done, or I've done so yeah. much online stuff. And I was being like, you know, every week I'd have one thing or another to do. So <laughs> I didn't probably pay as much attention as I should have done because I thought I was coming on to a one-to-one -one interview. I didn't realize it was going to be a group. So I get on there and there's all these other people. And normally, because I've worked from home for such a long time, and because I do stuff online and I'm an online business, my yep. setup was pretty good anyway. Like as in, I got the background, I had a, a webcam, so I wasn't using the um, camera from the computer. I had got a ring light and I got on and I looked at Adrian and I thought, hang on a minute. I'm not having this. Like, this isn't on. I thought, there's someone who's got a better 
a setup that I have. I'm used to people going, oh, that's amazing. That looks amazing. And then there was Adrian looking like as crisp and as perfect as he could look. And I came and all I could think about the whole interview was, I need to ask him. I need to ask him how he's done that. I don't know how he's done that. And then, of course, I contacted him afterwards and he immediately came back and went, here you go. Here's the course. And I was like, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Like, because you would have people going, how do you do that setup? That's right. And you were right. For me, what was brilliant about the course was that it was a um it was a case of I'm not a techie person, and mm. therefore I could do it step by step by step. And I went through all the videos and I watched them all. You give like the literal list of everything you need. And the other reason I bought the course and came in and wanted to be part of the community was that my office setup was different so again having your advice to go and on a one-to-one call to say okay you want to have these type of lights and this is this thing and do this thing and Mm -hmm. and to have that kind of expertise at that point was brilliant because it felt for me like I've been I'm very lucky and I've been into Pat Flynn's studio I've been uh into Michael Hyatt's studio um and obviously I've seen Amy's on stuff I haven't been to Amy's house but like you've seen their setups and they are immense, right? And you look at it and think that is a long way off. Like that is thousands and thousands and thousands. And what's so amazing about what you do and what you teach and what you show is that actually what's that you say that it's around, is it around 1500 or not even that much? Yes. Yeah. Not even that. Yeah. So, so yeah. And actually like, I think I managed to get, I think I, mine was slightly under because I had some different lights because of my situation. Yes. But like, so for me, the one thing that I've always had in my business is I need to be the example to my audience. Like mm. I can't tell my audience they need to invest time and money in marketing if, and, and you know, producing things well and thinking about who their customers are if I don't do the same. So for me, right. I've never designed my own stuff. I have a designer. I have a web guy who creates my website. So like, yeah. I I need that level to be up there and seeing you made me go, hang on a minute, there's another <laughs> level here. Like, I need to hit this level. So so it was just Fantastic. really funny, but, but it was great. It was really good. And then what the next thing, the universe has wanted me to give Adrian lots of money over these last few months. It was like, <laughs> hey, here's something else. You should probably have that. Um, so then the next thing I signed up for was your Ecamm Academy. Yes. So tell yep. me about, um, and I want to come back to the video stuff as well, but tell me about the Ecamm, <laughs> like the the kind of relationship partnership thing and how did that come around? Yeah, well, I um, again, it was really coming out of me wanting content for... Well, we'd got the Pro Video Academy set up and uh, I'm getting people to this point and realize really I'm my my goal had been let's get you up and going making video like this as quick and easy as possible. And then I'm going right now I've got this audience of people and this this group of people that are now making really good videos. Um I, well, I firstly was sending them out to YouTube but I'm thinking right I need to be you know they need to be doing live streaming now and I think I came across I tried OBS, couldn't get on with it. Um, tried BeLive and these other yeah. platforms. Um, and then I came across Ecamm and just went, I love this. Um, you know, it was, it's such a great platform. And I'm thinking, firstly, I need to tell my members about this. You know, they need to know about this because they can use their cameras coming through. Yeah. Um, and I'm also always thinking, 
right, well, if there's something I want to teach my audience, then I'm going to put it on YouTube as well because it will, there's a bigger audience that I'll serve. So I approached, um, I approached Glenn, I'm just trying to think, it wasn't 18 months ago, I think it must have been, um, to come on to, I was doing a series of live interviews and uh, I wanted to interview him because I was using his product and was really chuffed that he came on. And we just got chat uh, before we got on the interview, as we did here, as you know, we we're did. chatting away. <laughs> and I'm mentioning to him that I'd like to actually create a series of videos. Um, yeah, firstly, to help my audience. Also thinking there's an audience on YouTube that would love this help. And they said, well, actually, you know, we're looking out for we know we need to make some videos ourselves. We've been looking out for the right person to do it. Uh, maybe there's a fit. And that was really where the, the conversation started. And so, yeah, rather than me uh, as a job making a batch of videos for them, I said, could I keep ownership of it and call it my academy? And um, so, yeah, it works really well. They, they get me doing all their training videos uh, yeah. as the official Ecamm videos. They also go onto their website, uh, or, or some of them do, uh, which are on my YouTube channel. So, you know, the benefit there is I'm getting the views from people mm. that are watching them on their site. But then th we realize that what is unique in that academy is, and what is the next level up from watching the YouTube videos is actually working alongside me, working in a group of, um, we had 250 in the last one that you were in. Uh, you know, everyone's on the same page. We're all working yeah. through it together. Uh, it's just an amazing community. Just that, you know, working yeah. together like that works so well. And people were, because I, I get that all the time, you know, why do I want to come into this academy when actually there's, you, the videos are already yeah, on yeah, YouTube. And and your YouTube is really proficient, if that's the right word for it. Yeah. As in there's lots of good quality stuff on there without paying yeah. you a penny. So like you said, you know, to try and justify yeah. that must be you know, tricky it, at first. Yeah, and it, it, it actually, it took the first couple of times around. So we run it as a live event four times a year, deliberately keeping it that way because we just wouldn't get that community otherwise. Mm. Uh, and people love it for it. You know, it's, mm. they come in, we all, day one, we're unboxing it. Day two, we're going live for the first time. Day three, we're doing an interview and we're kind of working through all those hurdles together. And I, I love, I get messages back from people going, um, you know, I'm trying to keep up. I'm really worried about doing this interview. And, but then yeah. I'll get it back saying, I'm so glad I did it. And I pushed through and yeah. you wouldn't do that if you were just watching that YouTube video on your own and you wouldn't have that community yeah. of people to mess up in front of and, you know, yeah. uh, try and practice. So yeah, it, it so it's an absolute win-win and it, um, uh, formed a great relationship with the team over at Ecamm. And uh, long may it last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and for you and your business, it's like the most beautiful fit. And also, yeah. I just want to talk about the, the Ecamm Academy and the fact of, for me, the way I used it was I knew my skills weren't where they needed to be with the product. Yeah. And I didn't have the fear of going live because I'm That's very right. used to putting yes. myself out there, which I would say there's probably a huge percentage of people that that's probably the thing stopping them ultimately. Yeah. And because they're scared of messing up. Whereas now I am not scared in the slightest. If I mess it up, I mess it up. I did a live the other day and stumbled over my first three words and then went, Oh, that didn't make any sense. And just carried on <laughs> because like we're humans at the end of the day. So yeah. we make mistakes, but what's so lovely about doing that kind of training in that format. And it's something that I'm looking at in terms of actually the, 
accountability and the action is more important yep. than because all your videos are there if I wanted to I could sit through and look through all the videos but like you said I'm not going to do that and then when I have a specific question how do I get that answered without spending yes. god knows how long on the internet hearing yep. all these different versions of things so for me what was great about it was the fact that you were giving them a safe space to mess up like you said yes and you absolutely. were giving them the confidence to go live whereas for me, I needed the tech stuff. I needed the right, how do yeah. I make it look like that? How does this look like that? And that was brilliant because I could go in and do the bits I needed and, and kind of was was happy with that. And I was doing a lot of lives at the time anyway, whereas some people, you know, they were their first chances of testing and doing things. And, but again, right. that community was so lovely because everyone's like, yay. No, and I feel really proud seeing, you know, guys on the comments going, well done, you're doing great. And I think, oh. Honestly, you and I are so similar about our communities. Like, I flipping love them. I love them so much. And you do as well. And like, I watched one of your lives into the group because you were going live to obviously, you know, talk through questions and things. And you were like, I can't actually believe I get paid to do this. I can't believe this is how I earn my money. And I feel exactly the same. Yeah. So okay. So really do feel like we're living that you know living this dream that that we had yeah. many years ago. Um, pinch myself, really. Yeah. And yeah, how good, like, really, through this season to have had that oh, security and go. Could you actually, imagine? Yeah. Like your job. Well, my photography would have all stopped. We 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 had got bookings that were still um, that should have happened, but got cancelled. Yeah. But to rather than sitting here panicking, going, what can I do? Yeah, amazing. It's we've actually never been busier. So yeah, it's it's unbelievable. So let me just talk about the fact that you are in business and your wife and your son. Have you just got one child? I got three. Three. Okay, so is he your youngest or the other two escaped? Yeah, he's the youngest. (laughs) They're like, I'm not I'm not having it with me now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they work with you in the business, which I just think is was that always <laughs> an intention or did it naturally like come into that um Rach always helped me well, well it, since I've been self-employed uh with a lot of that schoolwork we were doing I could be in you know three different well actually three or four different schools anywhere in the country in a week um so we used to get those orders come in so Rachel always did the the admin, the bookkeeping, she'd yeah. contact the schools. And so we were working together um, and, and have been for probably 15 years now. But then really coming into this, Rach kind of said, you know, I don't have a place in this. I don't understand it. You know, I don't get that whole entrepreneurial world and um, and, and pulled back a bit really. But um, I think as we've grown the business and there is, so Rach, is, Rach does all the, the admin, you know, she's making sure that, that certainly with the, the academies and things, you know, she's, as people are coming in and they're wanting to join the group, you know, do they tie up with that? And are we tagging them yeah. with this? And so she's fantastic at that. And actually is, is what we were quite, and we laugh about this now because we went through a season of desperately trying to get in front of people to talk about video. And, and I used to send Rach off with the challenge of, going into a set number of Facebook groups that I was in and, and looking for keywords. Is anyone asking about cameras or lighting or mics? And then she'd save them in a folder for me to come back in it. and look like I was there. And everyone's going, you're always in the group. And I'm thinking, I'm not actually. It's Rach, bless her, that's in there. Yeah. 
And you're being um, really strategic <laughs> about what you're doing in the group. You're not just yeah. hanging around, chatting away yeah. to people. Like you said, you set it up as a task. You did that task, yeah. you went and you answered those questions. Brilliant. Well, I want to jump on, you know, if someone in there is asking, and I feel for them because you see them in the group, what's the best camera? And then they get 50 answers or 50 opinions. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I just keep out of it. But no, so Rach does most of the behind the scenes, you know, she'll she'll be organising things and she keeps me on track and... I just show up and do the easy bit. This is the fun yeah. bit for me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And then you're. Oh, son. he joined us. Yeah, yeah. So back in the summer, he's uh, he'd been at college for a year and is uh, is in his summer holidays and just went. Can I come? He just started a YouTube channel of his own, actually. And so he said, "Can I come and do some work with Dad and uh, help out a bit?" And as we looked at it, and he's it frustrates me how easily he finds it. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> But I've only told you this once. You can't. You can't have got that already. This took me five times to work out. <laughs> and if and actually, there's, there's been things on ecam that um, he's gone. You don't need to do that. And I'm saying, yes, you do. And he goes, no, oh, you don't. <laughs> and he's right. That's brilliant. That is. So so I've had to be quite humble, and um, the fact that he's in earshot, and I'm, I'm admitting yeah. to this stuff. <laughs> so no, he. We kind of looked at it, and he was meant to go back for a second year at college, and we looked and went you could do an apprenticeship and we looked into it. So he's actually doing a marketing apprenticeship with us. And yeah, so it's just fitting That's really so well. Um, he's sitting at the minute going through some uh, Facebook ads training that we signed up to and are using. And uh, he's just, so he's learning it all. So we've basically gone, you know, use our business as a, a platform to try all this stuff out. And, you know, he's got a free hand in it really. and But he's doing yeah. so well and he's just, it's not like we're carrying him in that sense. He's definitely okay. bringing something in and adding and we're going, actually, this is the stuff that I haven't found the time to do. And I know yeah. others like yourself will, would sort of outsource and have a team. Um, yeah. I love that three of us sit in an office here now and um, we are the team. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> Easier for Christmas that. parties anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for lockdown uh, because you're all fine in the same place. Um, but I love it. and I love like... I'm a really big fan of trying to encourage my daughter. I and mean, she's only yes. she's just about to turn 11. My stepson's 17, but I'm a really big fan of like, you can do anything. You can do this. I know. Like, you know, you can create these things. You can show up online. You can have these profiles. You can do these things. It will take work and yes. it will take a bit of effort. But I'm in a world that is way more open to this than most parents yes. I'd imagine I know and she loves it too like she goes to school so my daughter goes on a school bus she's quite yeah. far away from where I live in terms of her, the school and although it's a boarding school she doesn't board she's a day girl so she goes in and out every day on the bus but I don't go to school because she goes on the bus and then I'll go in for like speech day or some parents thing and these girls come up to me and go, you're Bees Mum, aren't you? And it, the reason they know I'm Bees Mum is because she shows them on the internet who I am, yeah. like in their IT class. Like, My mum's famous, look at this. And she'll Google me. And she, I was watching one of your videos the other day, Mum, and I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, yeah she's so funny. But I just love the fact that like, they get to see that and the fact that they get to work in your business. And he's yeah. great, by the way. He's really, really good <laughs> because it must be tough bringing in a teenager into your business. But I think... Yep. He comes across brilliantly. He's a really yeah. great, like I've seen him on some videos that you've done and stuff, and he's really, really good. So, and yeah, I'm pushing him on, actually. I, I think proud. you might see him on a few more videos because there's there's a few things, certainly within the ECAM um, 
using Streamlabs and some of these widgets and things. And I'm going, right, yeah. you need to come and do a video on this. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to push him. But it is a bit, I'm I'm used to, I was going to say Rachel doesn't question. That's not true at all. But on, on these kind of things, Rachel just kind of goes, okay, I accept that. I and cool. Owen will go, are you sure about that? And I'm, so, so we have, have this kind of, I'm not used to being questioned or, or having yeah. another opinion. <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's so good. But I it like is. It. It's fantastic. And actually, we come out of it and go, actually, yeah, I, I realise that's been really valuable to be challenged on that. And and yeah. sometimes he's right and sometimes I'm right. And But no, yeah, it is. And I think he, he just sort of, what I found, um, and with my his older brother, uh, he was always into uh, like Minecraft and these things, and they sit yeah. for days sort of playing, doing incredible buildings and things. Um, and I'm going, you should have a YouTube channel, you know, and I'm pushing them and recommending yeah, yeah. they do. And um, it doesn't work. <laughs> I, I've, and I, we found it with them playing musical instruments. And I think when you start to get involved, uh, it They're almost like, becomes like homework and a project and they don't yeah, want. Yeah. So I've really tried to back off a bit, really. I think third time round, um, I'm just letting Owen do his own thing. And where I want to go, oh, you could be doing YouTube videos on that. Yeah, I just kind of bite my tongue and stay back. Yeah, yeah. And he's no, kind of done cool. it on it. I didn't even know he'd got a YouTube channel until he'd, he'd got this thing established and started and, and then mentioned something. Amazing. And I said, when did you start a channel? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even following him. That's terrible. I know, You're terrible yeah. Sorry, just quickly, because that's funny. My um, I can remember when I first set up my Facebook page and of course you invite yeah. all your friends and family don't you and every time I'm going live or posting something there's my mum going oh we're so proud of you love and <laughs> I'm going Rachel's going you need to block your mum and we're going how do we block her without anyone without a note <laughs> not very professional having your mum going like I know <laughs> the days, though, you need you need your mum or your sister or your or your husband yeah. or your wife coming on and coming to your lives <laughs> because there's no one on in the early days so you need that bit of but yeah, after a while, she doesn't need to I'm do that. I'm trying not to be that dad yet. <laughs> so let's talk about your YouTube channel because you have got, and I'm conscious of our time, so I, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but because we were chatting too much at the beginning as always. No. Um, your YouTube channel now has 112,000 subscribers. Yeah. Like, that is amazing. Absolutely. I've got a very nice shiny plaque as well at the side of me. It's oh, like, honestly, you must have been so them. pleased. So tell yeah. me, because it looks to me like, I mean, I'm just looking at your YouTube channel now, right? Three days ago, six days ago, one week ago, two weeks ago. Like you are uploading, you've got a lot of videos on here. Like you are doing a lot of content. So how do you, is it easy now? Is it like, do you plan it? How does all that work? Um. <laughs> I would sit laughing at me. <laughs> it's not like that. Planet, are you kidding? Oh, this is not very professional. Uh, we, we. <laughs> he, um, Owen's doing my editing now, and he's kind of steering me really as to making videos. And I must admit, it's a bit like looking in a builder's house. I think they say, don't they? You know, yeah. I, I don't do as much as I should, and I don't do as much as I teach in the academy. And yeah. I keep going, right, we need to get back. I need to get on this. And um, I think, to be honest, this last six, nine months, we've just sort of ridden this wave of going from yeah. one academy to the other. Um, so I am trying and I am getting in there. I would be doing way more and I should be doing way more. And um, come the start of next year, absolutely will be. 
uh, intentionally. But yeah, you've got to be consistent on YouTube. And um, it's one of the key things that the algorithm is going to pull you up for is, is just, uh, you know, are you there regularly or is this just a sporadic post yeah. that you put up? Yeah, it's there's definitely a pattern and... Owen laughs at me because people keep sending me equipment to do reviews on. And, and so uh, when, when, <laughs> when we talk about what, what we're making videos on, um, it's usually because someone sent me a set of lights that they want me to do a review on. And then they're chasing it they haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. And it's I wouldn't take it if it wasn't relevant to my audience. No, and actually, no. it's led me on to do some great things. And you've seen in the group, you know, we've compared microphones and lights and things like yeah. this which has come very much led by my audience. But I am trying to think constantly, you know, what are the pains? What are the things that um, people are struggling with right now in my, who could be, well, they are my audience. So they could be a potential yeah. customer. Uh, how do I get in front of them? Because that to me is where YouTube it just stands alone. Uh, it is, it's an incredible shop window for me to uh, position myself in front of my audience um we have found in fact this was really a light bulb for me uh last summer i think we were talking i mean you know what it's like in my academy and then uh you know we get a one-to-one -one call and more and more i'm talking to people and they'll say yeah well it was that youtube video that you did on kajabi or the one you did on ecamm or that review on that camera that i first found you and i just started going oh that's another one he said he found me on youtube and as I asked it in the group, people were going, yeah, that's where I found you was on YouTube. And just had this kind of light bulb moment of going, that's it. You know, never mind Facebook ads and all of these things that are costing me a lot of money. Actually, all I need to do is position myself in front of my audience. And if, you know, we all do it and there'll be people right now that are on Google typing in something that my video will answer their the answer. problem and solve that, you know, and yeah. then they're going to go, Ah, oh, that guy's just saved my day. You know, I've been yeah. searching for this for ages. Really loved that video. It comes across really well. I've subscribed. What else mm -hmm. does he do? Oh, he teaches video. Oh, he teaches mm -hmm. YouTube or Ecamm. And, mm -hmm. and it's just been an incredible shop window. And so for me, that's why I'm now doing this YouTube Academy is yeah. just trying to help other people and go, you got to have this out there. It should be working for you 24-7 as this shop window, just where people can find you uh, and you get to establish and build this no like and trust really with people. Uh, yeah. As long as it, yeah. long as you come across nice on video. Well, do you know what? <laughs> you're just, not really miserable. Is, right. Now, not that I would ever say name names, but there is this, this guy I've seen online who is scared of his own voice. Like right. he literally sounds like he's terrified of his own voice. He's so uncomfortable on camera. I can't even tell you. And it's yeah. like, and, and I saw his video and it had like four views and he's obviously putting a lot of effort into it. And I just think, oh man, I wish, I wish I knew him to go, that might not yeah. be for you. Like yeah. videos might not be your thing, but like, so for me, it has, you are very natural on camera. You know, you look yeah. good. Like the setup's obviously good. And I think people have got to bear that in mind, haven't they? Like yeah. it takes time. So surely at the beginning, some of your videos were nowhere near as slick and as great as they are Absolutely. now. That's right. Um, and it is, a, and this is what we're saying. And it's the same with live streaming as well. It's it's getting out there and practicing. 
Uh, it's a big part of what the YouTube Academy is really, is just saying, come on, let's get making some videos. Don't worry that they're, they're only going to get a handful of views and you'll probably get some thumbs down and all that. Um, but every time you do it, you get more comfortable, you get more professional, mm. just get out there and start making them. Yeah. I was going to say, I know there are a lot of uh, others who would say, uh, well, one of the big things that I found with confidence as a slight aside, really, um, a lot of people will say, just just use your phone, use that webcam that you've got and just get going. Um, but actually, I've found it time and again. I mean, I know you said confidence wasn't an issue, uh, but time and again, I have people that all of a sudden they show up like this when they've come through, they've got a good camera, good microphone, they watch yeah. that video back. And for the first time, they go, I look all right, actually. And, and it, yeah. it, I can just see it come out of them. It's incredible. Yeah. And and from a confidence point of view, you know, one of the best things you can do is give yourself the best chance of, um, it's like putting a nice, I was going to say putting a nice dress on. I don't wear dresses <laughs> for the audience, but, uh, or a nice pair well, of you shoes. You do the weekend, Adrian, is up to you. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in lockdown? <laughs> yeah, stays in lockdown. <laughs> Delete that out. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about the dress, the wearing dresses. We're going to start all sorts of rumors. Um, <laughs> no, my point is, you know, you, you you kind of look good, you feel good, and it you know yeah. makes you feel way more confident. And I really do think getting this kind of setup and that going, you know, as a foundation, and then yes, just building on that and growing mm. in your confidence as you just do video after video, get good feedback, positive feedback, um, take it on board and move on. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to finish with a personal question, as in not personal for you, as in uh, I want to get some advice while I'm on here. So obviously I have a podcast, which people have said, like, could you not just record the podcast and put that as a video? But I I actually, I feel like there's something different. So that's not something I'm I'm keen on doing. I don't mind using bits of the video and we're working on that. But obviously I go live in my private academy, in the private group a lot. I like going live. I have no problem with it. And I did a couple of lives on my main page and they went down fairly well compared to, because the reach was good compared to like a normal post. It was flipping amazing. So like, do you think I should be looking at doing, I don't have a YouTube channel. Like if you search me on YouTube, my TEDx comes up, which is on the TEDx site, which is lovely. And it's had like 20 odd thousand views, I think now, which is nice. Um, But like, should I be starting one? Should I like? Is it? Am I? Have I got to do one every week? What's What's the deal? What do you think? Yeah. Yes and yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Done. <laughs> I definitely think you should. And um, you know, if, for instance, you know, something around marketing that um, I'm, I'm is a question and a pain of mine, and I'm thinking, should I do this? Should I do that? Or maybe there's a, a platform or a product that you could do a review on and um, you know, to think really, I mean, you will know your audience well enough from your from your existing uh, clients to go, what are the pains have they got? And maybe actually yeah. you can you could bring this out. And I know some of the customers have done this where actually they'll go live into their communities and really kind of go, all right, what's the biggest thing you're struggling with right now? And what would this be helpful? And you can use them as your you could come away with a list of you know oh, 20 easily. plus. Uh, yeah. topics that you can talk on and they don't need to be long um but it, it the shorter into the you know we've had silly things like sd cards the memory cards that you put in your camera yeah. camera there's a little sliding lock on the side of it 
And I can remember being frustrated. I'd put it into my computer going, why is it saying that the, the files aren't, they're all locked and I can't get to them. And I realized that there's this little sliding thing on the side that locks it. Um, yeah. And I literally posted up this five minute video that just went, you know, if your SD card says your images are locked or something like that, um, this is it. And I get so many people come back going, ah, oh, thank you so much. I couldn't work yeah. out what was going wrong. Um, so it's, it can be silly little things that maybe you, you're just, you've got your sensors out all the time going, oh, that yeah. would be something that, that would help. Um, but to make videos and put them out there that will, you asked me about, I mean, I kind of <laughs> went off on one yeah. laughing about the <laughs> embarrassed that we're not really doing what I'm telling to do. But um, yeah. the idea being that you can batch these videos and you could, you could take this list and say, right, here's the next 20 videos that I want to make. Mm. Uh, if I put one a week out, if if I allocate one day at the start of the month to go, right, let's write out four or five videos, loosely some bullet points, um, then I can record them. And it might be a five-minute video that's just a how to do something mm. or reviewing this latest thing. Um, you could you could do them. And certainly if you've got somebody editing the videos, you know, you could be sending them over to get them done. They can do all the thumbnails, they can upload them, schedule them that once a week they come out. Uh, yeah. So really in theory, it might be two days a month and you're just starting to build this. It is definitely more of a marathon than a sprint. Um, yeah. But yeah, people will, there's nowhere else. You know, if I, if I go to Google, it's not going to bring up videos that people have posted on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere else. But straight away, you know, Google knows the power of video and straight away under those ads typically is a, is a line of videos. As soon as you click on one of those, you're now in YouTube and it's way easier to get found in that suggested videos down the side um, than it is to ever try and get on the page one of Google. So yeah, absolutely. I think you should be. It positions you in author- as an authority, and yeah. Um, yeah. starts to get you out there. And you'd be surprised as well. I've found, you know, Kajabi. You know, I've I've made yeah. a lot of tutorials on Kajabi because I'm going, okay, someone, and, and and they're specifics. It's not how to get started on Kajabi. It's how to do yeah. a website, how to do yeah. a, a webinar in Kajabi, and little things yeah. that have been super popular. And actually, I've had. Customers come to me going, I was on a support call to Kajabi and they said, go and watch this video. <laughs> and they've, oh, they've wow, actually been pointing awesome. them to my videos. So, so cool. you could really get in on some of these brands like this that you're familiar yeah. with. And it's just yeah. a little tip that you've learned. Yeah, definitely yeah, go for it. it. So is that, um, do I now need the um, YouTube Academy as well? <laughs> you do. Come on. <laughs> Why haven't you bought it already, Teresa? What is wrong with you? Do you know what? I've done so well this year. I, I made a pact at the end of last year when I left. Oh, I remember you saying. That I didn't want to spend any money this year, as in I didn't need join another any course or I didn't need another thing. But the yeah. truth is, when I found your stuff, the reason I bought it is because I absolutely did need it and I used it and I yes. got from it what I needed to get from it. And that's the difference. Like, yeah. it's all well and good buying a course, but if you're not going to do the work, it's pointless. And I knew yeah. that I was absolutely going to do the work so yeah it's been worth every single penny so Brilliant. thank you so much Adrian. i could talk to you all day as we know because we've done this before <laughs> where we talk a lot um but we'll have to be back on because i feel like we've jumped around talking about so many different things yeah. and obviously, people will be going what what was the topic of this <laughs> yeah so, yeah so when becky writes the show notes she's literally going to be like uh what do i call this one Teresa and adrian i know yeah <laughs> 
a chat with Adrian, I think, but maybe exactly. retitle That's it. Yeah. Fine. People, when I get <laughs> reviews on my podcast, inevitably they talk about like it's like sitting down with some friends for a coffee. So I think that is totally yes. on brand for today's Fantastic. episode. Fantastic. So. But thank you so, right. so much. I will link up to everything in the show notes. It's been an yeah. absolute pleasure thank having you. you on. Yeah, I'd love to come back anytime. <laughs> Thanks ever so much, Teresa. There we go. That was the lovely Adrian. And I'm going to hook up to everything in his show notes and put all his links and stuff in there. Do keep an eye out for when he opens the car on the Video Pro, the Ecamm course and his next YouTube course. Because like I said, I've now done two of his three courses and... They've been great and he's a really nice guy. And if you do want to up your video game, then this is definitely the place to be looking. Okay, so quickly before I go, I just want you to listen out for a special episode that's coming your way on Thursday. Something new is happening with the podcast, which I'm really excited about. And I can't wait to share that with you. So yeah, be ready for a new episode to appear in your favorite place that you listen to podcasts on, on Thursday about this new little thing we're doing. Until then, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 